a herd hour there with Chase. Uh, it was fun to kind of get in there and kind of talk a little bit about our, our feelings on the herd hire there with Mr. Charles Huff. And uh, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of juice. You can kind of feel it coming from uh, Huff and the way the program's responded. The PR around this hire has been great. Eating at Jim's Spaghetti House, getting in and out of the community there a little bit. He's been very good. Uh, went into the jungle with Jim Rome, held himself well. He's just got an energy and a presence about him. Pulling in some recruits. Uh, disclaimer, this was recorded a week ago, so there has been defections. Uh, we particularly mentioned Biggs as being a guy that we thought could help out in the O-line. He's no longer with him. So, but you're going to have that. You're going to have that in a coaching staff change. You're going to have guys that were – you know, very fond of the old the old guard there with Doc, and uh, maybe they're going to look elsewhere. And Huff may have a few guys that he's really looking forward to pulling in, potentially with those available scholies there. So, you know, don't read too much into that, but we're real excited. And uh, notwithstanding, it's going to be a great and, and energetic time, uh, a, lot of, a lot of electricity coming uh, from the Thundering Herd here in 2021 with Mr. Huff at the helm so you guys know what to do if it's in the morning grab that coffee feel stuff it's in the evening grab the drink come on back because we got a herd hour here with chase spicer we're talking all about the hire of charles huff uh, chase right for a little herd hour there brother i'm excited to have you um in since the uh, last time we talked, there's been some big news yeah. in the land of uh, in Huntington, um, and that's our our, our man uh, Charles Huff, the new head football coach at Marshall. That's right, uh, man. An interesting, interesting hiring decision, and it's a splash. I like it, man. Kind of, kind of give me hit me with some of your initial thoughts before we kind of dive in, maybe here in a little deeper. Yeah, sure. Um, so you know. Like like I talked to you before, um, obviously off um, off of here, you know, just going back and forth on, um, you know, snapper and text or whatever. Obviously, it came down to Brad Lambert and Charles Huff. Um, you know, obviously, Brad Lambert, he's a Marshall guy. We, we love him and, you know, respect him. And, you know, he did a tremendous job at Charlotte and did a tremendous job for our defense this year. Um, so, you know, I'm happy to see he got a, you know, a job at uh, Purdue as co-defensive coordinator and, um, per don't, per don't, but you know, hey, and, yeah, and a good yeah, pro, yeah, good program being built there by Brom. So yeah, he went, he went, yeah, he went up to Big Ten. So good for him. Um, yeah. you know, I'm happy for him. But I think and, you know, Charles, to be, Charles to be quite like, honest, to be quite honest too, uh, Chase, just on the on the piece there with Lambert, real quick. Um, <clears throat> reality of it is, for him, Purdue, that's a good spot because that's a, that's a team that offensively has been pretty decent. Defensively yeah. is where they need to improve. So if Lambert goes in there and does a good job, and you you do that at a Big Ten level, maybe you get yourself another opportunity. So I um, think you will. I think you, you will. Know, uh, you know, I have I have the utmost confidence in him. For yeah, sure. You know what? I'm, I'm with you on that. Utmost confidence in him, and also the the ability that that he has had, uh, kind of a martial guy from back in the dawn and day. So you know, like you said, wish him nothing but the best. But now, hey, moving forward with with the man here, Charles Huff, and I, I'm going to say this real quick too, Chase. Heard him on the road, got him in the jungle there. Uh, yeah, was very impressed with how he, how he was, uh, his demeanor and his kind of moxie and, and kind of the, the 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 vibes that he oh, created man. in the oh, jungle yeah. with Romy. Man, I, I loved it, man. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I haven't got a chance to check it out. I did see that he was on there um, I, from Jim Rim uh, tweets and stuff. So that I'll have to check that out. But um, you know. 
he's what four or five days on the job now, and as of today, we just got a four-star wide receiver to commit to Marshall. So obviously, the guy is not wasting any time. No. Um, he's hitting the ground running, and just listening to his press conference the other night, I was ready to run through a damn wall. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um, you know, a lot of people that, it, of course, whenever you first hire a coach, it doesn't matter what level or at what team you are. It doesn't matter if you're Alabama, if you're Navy, if you're Marshall, or if you're whoever. You know, obviously there's some skepticism at first of why they transitioned from one coach to the other. Maybe some are more self-explanatory, like, you know, you know, I got my uh, McDonald's bag full of cash today from Tennessee, so not a big deal. Hey, but Oh, man, you got the McBall uh, nugget special there, man. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, not a big deal, not a big deal. Uh, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, obviously there's some other reasons of why some coaches are let go and some are brought in and everything from there. But, uh, you know, just uh, honestly, it's just – it's great to have some refreshing um, – Vibes, I guess you could Man. say, more confidence coming into this season. There's, I, there's some juice. He, he's got. There's a, a lot bit of juice. Of, yes, there's yeah. a lot of juice left there, and that's been added to the program. I'm not disrespecting Doc. Doc did an amazing job while he was here. Never ever going to discredit the man at all because he did awesome. But at times, you felt as a fan. That it was stagnant, man. It got very stagnant very quickly. You know, we were winning games. We were. It was beautiful. It was great, and all this. And then the collapse. I guess you could say collapse or just just whatever you want to call it, right? And and then it just. I mean, are you talking this year? Or are you just talking in general? Because I think that's – well, this year, I think, yeah. I mean, but like you know, there are some seasons where you know he did a lot better than others, and then there's some maybe he just kind of hit kind of hit the even. You know, he didn't he didn't you know obviously the one season where we were three and nine that was not our really our fault. We lost a lot of seniors. We lost. You know, a couple of juniors that maybe were transferred or went pro or did something else, it you know, whatever it's, it was. It yeah. happens. It's just the growing pains of a program. But I mean, everybody it, it, has it. In reality, Chase, once he got it kind of to a level that he was excited about it with um, and kind of got some success coming off of the, the Mark Snyder years. Sure. Once he built that base and got Cato in and they really started rolling, they really only had one terrible season. Then you made bowl games the other the other years there was Green and Litton. Right. Um, other than the one you don't make one with Litton. And then this year you come back and I'll be quite honest, I was not necessarily uh sure of what you were gonna get coming into the season. Well, I don't and think then, anybody was really, to be honest with you. You know, I don't I don't know what everybody's real realistic expect, expectations were, but I had no clue that we were gonna start seven and no, if I wasn't be honest with you. Yeah, well, you know, I, but I think that's part of why I get really excited now for Huff, because you think about that for just a quick second. You're getting taking over a team that's got talent that was probably a year ahead of schedule there right. with Doc. Now you get to get these guys in in there, get a spring with them, mm-hmm. get be able to put put your stamp on this thing with good players, and then you're going to add in some other good players. I mean, let's be quite honest. The I mean. The four-star receiver. And what's his name there, Chase? I know he's out of the D.C. Uh, area. Caleb Coombs. Uh, hey, Caleb Coombs. Yeah, yep, I mean, he's going to be the name. Number 46-rated receiver, um, number uh, two or three in his state. But, I mean, he turned down Bama, Florida, Georgia, a um, couple other places. Well, hey, tennis, I mean, and all those. So, I mean, look at it. Let's it's be good. honest about this real quick. What, what, that's, what that tells me is that the relationships that Huff has built with that kid – is as yeah. strong as anything, and they trust you know, him. 
Yep. And that's, you know what, but, but that's how, and that's probably also why Doc was a good recruiter, right? And got some of these good players there because you have good relationships inside of those high schools. You have a trust sure. factor with those coaches and then the players you're and he has the ability to relate to the players. Um, I agree. You know, I, agree. I really like the fact chase that he talked about how he's been at every level of it. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that's a huge thing. Um, yeah. He's seen everything in the book. Yeah. I, I, I really, I really, really like kind of, kind of really like that factor and, and, and kind of facet for him is that, and, and they always say this as baseball managers, you know, you talk about how a guy has been in every spot in the lineup or been in every position. You can't say that often with football, but it's nice to know. It's very rare too. Yeah. yeah. But but it's interesting to think about it from his perspective because, you know, he was a walk-on fullback and ended up at becoming Hampton. a starting center, was a walk-on at times. Yeah. yeah it's it's kind of crazy when you think about it from that perspective. And then just some of the and guys. And became a captain. Was, yeah. I mean, so he, yeah. he, he ran the gamut of roles that he was there. Um, that's – that's awesome to hear. And, and I think that kind of gives you a kind of an uplifting kind of kind of vibe there. Um, Chase, I mean, you know, I, I look at the tree of coaches that he's coached under, right? And it mm-hmm. that part kind of excites me to some extent too. Because I'm looking here, you know, his first real big opportunity in college. I mean, yeah, he coached at Tennessee State uh, right after he graduated. But sure. you get the opportunity at Maryland. And, mm-hmm. and granted, it's only a year. But Ralph Friedman was a pretty damn good football coach. And, and it's that close was, to home for him too, you know. So Yep. You know, yeah. he was from Maryland and he was close, you know, close to Maryland. Um it, where it, where he grew up and mm-hmm. then obviously where the university is. So, you know, a, a first big stepping stone in your home state at pretty much your home school, probably the team you grew grew up watching, I guess you could say, is definitely a first first big step and obviously I think to be honest with you, it propelled him to where he is today. So, yeah, I mean, in it, it, but also just the fact you're working for a guy like a Frigian, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, respected guy in the field. Now, granted, he was going on the down the downturn for him as well. But but you were in there. You you, you saw you know the heights that Frigian took Maryland to. They had never been before. So you saw some some pieces sure. there that you probably took. You look then. He, you know, goes back home for a year to Hampton. Um, mm-hmm. Then you know NFL for a little bit with uh, with Buffalo. I look at the PJ Fleck working with him at Western Michigan during right. the, during the early stages of that. Interesting, right? But mm-hmm. you're taking some things from PJ Fleck. I'm sure he took some of that things and looked at it from the perspective of, all right, PJ Fleck's leading this program, but I know I what I can do when I lead a program. I expect to see some of those mannerisms that you see out of PJ Fleck with Huff. I I yeah. kind of I'm, I'm expecting to see something you know, that kind of not necessarily rode a boat, Scotty, my go gophers, you know what I mean? Uh, all yeah. that, but you know, I bet you noticed Huff in the interviews coming in, always finishing off with go herd. I like that. Um, granted doc did that too. And so did, so did Dan Tony, but it's, it's good to hear that he's already got that, got that, got that down. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I think that's something that really kind of resonates with fans, I guess you could say. Um, even at like his press conference, you know, like I said, I, I mean, anybody that listens to that, doesn't matter if you're young, old, baby, child, whatever, you were ready to run through a brick wall for this man. You don't even know him yet, you know? Uh, but I think the, 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 one of the funniest parts about that is, is whenever he walked off and then Hamrick was coming to, you know, field some questions afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then Huff goes, oh, one more thing. I forgot. 
go hurt. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, oh, say no more. You got you know, it, like, it. It was kind of like a reverse mic drop. Like, hold on, hold on. Like, you I know, got some. Check, yeah. check, check one, two. Um, yeah. And he came, he's got a little bit of style, right? A little bit of flair, you know? Um, I, I, I like that about, I like that about Huff, you know, young yeah. has, I mean, he's, you know, hell, he's, he's just getting ready to turn 38 here in a couple months. I mean, he's, it's a you young know, football coach, man. Yeah. It's a young football coach. But, but, ha, but has that, has that feel of being back in that kind of, um, arena type thing. It's not that long ago sure. that he was, that he was running around out there. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. compared to some coaches, um, I love the fact his relationship, obviously, with James Franklin seems to be a, a pretty pivotal one, and a guy right. that he obviously probably has pulled on a lot. I mean, you know, got his first real opportunity. You know, kind of you go from Hampton, you get back a chance to go back to Vandy and, and Franklin staff as a, you know, and work on the quality control part of the game there, which is you know an interesting spot. Then right. Franklin gets the opportunity again to rehire him, and you know that's something too that, that you got to say. Sometimes coaches might get hired on the staffs. But would they get an opportunity to come back to that staff if a coach, or, you know, are you rehirable? You know, the old question. And sure. Huff obviously was rehirable to a pr- premier position like Penn State. Um, and then he takes the job with them there and, you, you know, the work he did. And then you got to think about it from this perspective. Joe Moorhead, when he leaves Penn State, mm-hmm. thinks thinks enough of Huff. Do you know what? Be like, damn, I want this guy as a part of being my associate head coach, running game coordinator and coaching these running backs in the SEC for a year. And then Nick Saban's like, sees him on the other sideline and sees some Joe Moorhead's, you know, politics is happening there. And he's like, man, I really like this guy. And I want him to do this for me at Alabama. That speaks volumes to me. Just the level of lineage of these guys, the coaches that have wanted him to be a part of their operation. And now he's going to be the guy running the show here for Marshall. I love it. Right. I mean, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I mean, you know, Nick Saban, obviously being from West Virginia, uh, you know, and did I expect him to really kind of give Marshall a little bit of credit there, like a big shout out or anything? No, because you know he's Nick Saban. Why? Why the hell would he? It doesn't Man, matter if it hey, was if for us or W, but he's hey, still hey, West hey, Virginia guy. He hey, gave us credit. Hey so. Chase, no, I'm mad about it. Really, is say hey, Saban. Saban knows. I mean, he knows what what Marshall's about. He knows what the people of the state are about. He knows there's passion there, and he also yeah. realizes for Huff, this is a great opportunity for a first job. I mean, and I don't mean to say it in the wrong way because I feel like Huff right. could be here for a very long time. But I think somebody talked to me the other day about how do you view him? Where's he going to be in the lineage, right? And he said if he has success, that means Marshall's having – and he has opportunities to get other positions. That means Marshall's having some great success, right? Mm-hmm. And if, if they're at that level, well, then you know what? You take that and you run with it and you get to that bridge when you cross that bridge. Um, right. And that's eventually – any, That's anything in life, really. Man. Yeah, Absolutely. And 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 I think there's some people that are always kind of chicken little in it before it happens. Oh, we want this guy to stay for, you know. And, and part of the reason why maybe people wanted Lambert is, you know, hey, they knew he he yeah. knew he'd probably be the the guy for the next ten years. Some people are viewing that stability as being more important than maybe the the ultimate um, goal of potentially sure. getting to that New Year's Six game with potentially like a guy like Huff. I mean, if you're already pulling in a four star type receiver and you've been on the job four days. And I think there's something to Chase to think about here. The next probably two to three years at least, Huff is going to be able to pull some of these guys, kind of these prize fruits off the vine, right? Because he's built he's built some of those relationships with those kids wearing the Alabama logo, gained him some access. Mm-hmm. Now they know who he is, and he's wearing right. that, he's wearing that 
wearing that Kelly green um, in, in the herd logo. Sure. That's got to help, man. I would expect some, some good recruiting classes here the next couple of years for sure. Maybe elite in terms of what Marshall's done in the past. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I mean, I always thought Doc was a great recruiter. Um, and, know, and, Doc, for, and Doc was, very lucky. And Doc is a great recruiter. There's, I don't oh, think. Yeah, I mean, I don't think know, there's like any the question. We talked, yeah, yeah, Jason. I like, tell you what, let's let's get into that real quick because I think that is an interesting thing, especially on this on the on the Huff hire is recruiting, and and how how number do you, one recruiter in right the right how do you view how that goes recruiting less for him is it more about his ability to build the relationship regardless of where he's recruiting i've heard some people say well how difficult could it be to recruit to alabama okay while i understand the point and the sentiment you're making you also have to realize that he's also still recruiting against texas and auburn and lsu and beat them out for those guys so you have to give yeah. him credit for that now, granted, does he get the same access to the same kids at Marshall? No. But Doc no. didn't get the same access to the same kids he got at WVU in Florida. Or NC State. And, NC yeah. State. and, and he got them. some of those kids to Marshall, but also was able to recruit elitely on his level. I expect sure. the same thing from Huff. So, I mean, and I probably expect a little bit higher level of caliber of player from Huff, but you're going to get the same – you're going to get some of the same levels of kids that you got with Doc, and you had a great program with Doc. This is, I mean, I think it's it's an amazing amazing way to look at this hire for Marshall, in that maybe they changed the dynamic. It wasn't like they went offense for defense, right? They essentially right. said, "We want youth and, and exuberance and enthusiasm and some juice," like we're saying in the program with Huff. Yeah, and they kept a great recruiter in the role. I think it's a it's. I think it could be a slam dunk splash hire for Marshall that we look back here on in the next, you know. This time and God willing in the creek rise 20, 20, 25, 20, 30, and be like, man, yeah, Marshall really got this one right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think so too. Um, again, touching base on the uh, whole doc recruiting situation, I think he did a tremendous job no matter where he went. Um, sometimes at Marshall, it was kind of a head scratcher, especially when we had you know, an Xavier Gaines who was a four star recruit at, at quarterback coming out of high school. And, you know, had offers to Florida, Alabama, Miami, and places like that. So, big-time schools, you know, SEC, ACC, doesn't matter. And then out of nowhere, you put them at tight end. You know, it just – some of those things – some of those things were just kind of head-scratching moves. And it's nothing against him. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, you, as a head coach, you know, we, we're not going to understand everything that goes on and – and a coach's mind or what they have game plan wise. We just got to trust what they're going to do. Yep. Now, let me tell you something about Huff. You got to trust you know, the process is, a little bit sometimes. You got, yeah, you got to trust the process. But, you know, what Huff has been able to do, not only at Penn State and other places that he's been, but then you go and you're the associate head coach to probably, it, you know, no, I mean, to no other regard. I mean, there's a couple other ones that are close, but probably the greatest head coach in all of college football history of Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. And you're his associate head coach for two years, and then you just come off of a national championship. And the first thing that you say at your press conferences, we're going to be champions every day in everything that we do, not just the football field. I mean, come on, man. Hey, That's incredible. Hey, you win. That, you're, you're definitely winning the pre- initial press conference interview, right? I mean, right. The, Is this got to translate to the field and, and out? Well, not even, not not only that. Sorry, but out off the field, practice, class, 
weights. I, I'm going to tell you this. Even nutrition. Would, even nutrition. I'm going to tell you this, Chase. I'm, what I think I like uh, so much about this hire is it reminds me a lot of in the PR aspect of it. That's how it's been done so far. Reminds me a lot of what I saw in Morgantown up north when Neil Brown was hired two years ago. And that was, I mean, for all intents and purposes, a good hire. And I think we're seeing a lot of the same things here with Huff at Marshall. In, ter- yeah, in, terms, of mean, how, in terms of how the initial part of the, the press conferences and how they're both got that youthful young energy and you can feel like there's, right. there's, a, there's a purpose there behind what, where they're coming from. And I really like that that's, you seem to, seem to have that vision that Huff has sure. that you could see in Neil Brown too in a plan. Um, I think that's the one thing I still want to learn more about Huff about, right? Is what is his plan? You know, yeah. what is his well, offensive? I, I mean, you heard offensive yeah. philosophy. You imagine he's going to do the same type of stuff he did that they did at Bama. He obviously was very involved in the Penn State and mm-hmm. Alabama offensive attacks over the last couple of years, which have both been explosive ones with the Franklin sure. tree and then Sark with Saban. So I'm not necessarily as worried about how that's going to look. You know, Cramsey obviously retained as the offensive coordinator. I guess they had a prior relationship. Um, what do you think about that, Chase? Uh, for Cramsey, mm-hmm. is that is that? Oh, um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I had no problems with Cramsey. Uh, I think he's a you know pretty good guy. He came when he came from Sam Houston State. We were very excited about uh, the offense that he had. Um, but I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, the whole going back to things getting stagnant. Well, let me tell you something. Those three losses, when you're running halfback draw, halfback draw, and screen passes, shit's not going to happen. Right. You know, it's not going to be, you know, you're going to go out there and you're just going to have to, you know, lean on your record. You know, you still got to run efficient plays, yeah. you know, maybe get the ball down the field a little bit better. And then, you know, once you realize you're, oh, well, shit, you know, we're we're down pretty bad right now. And we need to come up with something creative. It's already too late, you know? Well, and that's the problem. But I think Huff, what Huff, I mean, obviously we don't know his plan yet. I think think something you hit on there, Chase, that I find to be real interesting is you talked about how conservative, right? And draw, draw, draw. I'm wondering how much did Doc have an influence with a great defense in those types and how those games were called with a young quarterback still especially sure. against two teams that you were probably not going to say you were overmatched against Buffalo, but you were probably pretty evenly matched with Buffalo, a senior-laden, you know, mag. Right. We shot ourselves in the foot in that absolutely, game. Absolutely, absolutely. Sure. And, and UAB, a team that had been building to that point, um, senior, the more experienced team than you, decided to play more power football than you in that game. Um, mm-hmm. But and so that, that's kind of where you start thinking about the crazy part of it and like, you know, Doc is was is a more conservative coach, but I understand why he was more conservative in the game uh, versus versus Buffalo because you wanted to keep them off the field. You understood that you you, you had just to. come off a five yes. interception yeah, game in UAB. So, like, I don't want to get too in the weeds on that play calling. But what I think is interesting, moving it forward with Huff and, and the Cramsey angle here, Chase, is I'm I just I get this get this feel that Huff is going to be very influential in the play calling, if not, and kind of maybe that's why Cramsey had the play calling the way it was prior, because it's more Doc's influence on how the team wants to run. Sure. 
And something I found to be very interesting that I that I read or that I heard didn't read you read it in quotes, but also heard him say is we're gonna keep the pedal to the metal. If we're mm-hmm. and one for the working man, Chase. I love it, buddy. Yeah, what you man. got there? No free ads. Crack crack a colon. Ah, Bud Light. You know they need to sponsor me by now. That's, oh that's a beer champion for you, buddy. I like it. Um, yeah, I got stalker named Heiser Bush. Go ahead and yeah, sponsor hey, me. Hey. No free yeah. ads. No free. No hey, free ads, Bud. Hey. No free ads. Hey, this, this this Bud's for you, Bud. This Bud's for you. No, but yeah, but, exactly. hey, but I'll tell you that. I mean, that's with with Huff. I mean, it's just it's very. You just feel like he's got that flow, man. He's got the flow, and. I, I really, I really like the fact that I think he'll influentially will keep the pedal on the metal. That's where we're at. I got mm-hmm. back in the flow with the with the thing about the pedal. But I mean, I, compared to Doc, where Doc would have sometimes be a little more conservative in games, you know. And sure, sure. I mean, he was definitely conservative, but also like, uh, you know. Again, like I thank him for everything that he did. Obviously, you know I've been very outspoken about that. I have no ill ill will towards Doc Holliday at all. I think he, what he did at Marshall was tremendous. I think he's a tremendous person, a great football coach, and I hope he gets a great job. But the thing is, you know, yes, he was conservative. I agree with that. But he also got very complacent. That was another thing. He got very complacent in his, I guess you could say, you know, preparation is the big one you know coming off bye weeks we were terrible let's be honest it doesn't matter if it was year one or year you know 11 whatever i mean you know, how many other times you know I'll, what it, that's hey, the problem though we were we were hey, never good hey, on five weeks we were never ready i, I don't want to get don't want to get back into the weeds on doc bye weeks <laughs> well i know but i'm just saying like for me i think huff is already kind of he already has a plan in mind. He just has not been outspoken about it, which I think is, I guess you could say more of a strategy type thing. I guess he's just saying like, "Oh, you're gonna have to learn about us." You know, you're not, you're not gonna you're not gonna get to us. You're not gonna know about it's us. A new, before, it's, you know, you it's play a new us. Era. I mean, that's that's for sure. And I think I'm I'm also interested, right? Very interested to see the defensive philosophy, right? Because you have good defensive players. Sure. Um, the, Gotta be Smash Mouth. How, it has how did to be. you feel about the defensive coordinator hire there? Uh, the guy from FAU, uh, G- G- Gidry. Right. Yeah. yeah. How did you feel about Gidry? Oh, he's a dog. Man. Yeah. He's a dog. Well, I, he's yeah. been a dog. Hey, and, and and I say that because you know even whenever like you know Lane Kiffin was there, which obviously Lane Kiffin's least amount of worries is about defense. He don't even give a shit about that. As long as the offense is performing well. He'll be like, ah, defense can get out as there. As long as the lane train can flip that, but, flip that clipboard up in the end, yeah. he's okay with yeah, He didn't do that as much in both. Yeah. He was a little free down there in Oxford. I like it. Yeah, I like that too. I, I, I you know, I like little uh, Tosh point, 2.0 down there <laughs> in Oxford. Good for him. He, old Tosh point out looking ass. But, um, no, I mean, like, I think it's a good hire. I think I think he's assembling a staff that he believes will, you know, again, referring back to what he said, be champions every day, I guess. Um, you know, I saw today that Bill Legg might be coming back as a tight ends coach. That's fine as long as he is not running the offense. Let's just be honest here. Um, I He's a – 
honestly, I have nothing against Bill Legg. He's a he's a very nice guy. I went to the state of West Virginia. Great recruiter. I went to high school. I went to high school with his daughter. He obviously raised great, you know, a great daughter who's very respectable and very nice. And then obviously he just, you know, he's that type of guy. He's a classy dude. You know, it's just, you know. I don't want to run in my offense. That's all I'm saying. Nothing against him. I mean, he did well for, you know, when we had a lot of pieces that we could, you know, do that with. But then when you don't have the, I guess you could say, monopoly pieces where you dominate, you know, the floodgates are open, I guess you could say. And that's when the defense swarms, and that's when we lose ball games. So that's the only thing I will say about that. But other than that, I mean, I think he's putting a staff together that is going to be very, very competitive. They're going to be very in-your-face, not only players and coaches alone with each other, but they're they're going to dog you the entire time. It doesn't matter who they're playing. You could be playing Alabama. You could be playing, you know, whoever. FAU, doesn't matter. Army, whoever. They're going to be in your face. They're going to be telling you when you mess up. They're going to be telling you what you did great and what you need to work on and how you're going to get better. You know, I think that's what he's doing. I like the influence of the – old defensive players that played for Marshall too and, and Ralph Street and uh, Shannon Morrison. Mm-hmm. I like those hires a lot. I feel those sure. are very kind of interesting. Great hires. Both have some experience. This is probably the best job Ralph Street's had, um, even being a coordinator a couple of places. I feel like it's to come back home for him, I feel like got to kind of be a big deal. Um, sure. He'd be going to be real fired up and a good recruiting tool there. And then, I mean, I'm at, like you said, kind of getting some of the uh, the Cato um, – the Cato uh, kind of connection there uh, now as a part of the staff, very interesting as well. Right. With the, back back whenever he was in high school, him and Tommy Schuler won a couple state championships with him. Uh, you know, the guy they brought in today is the running backs coach. He, you know, he was at Miami Central, won a couple state ch- titles with them. Um, you know, and now, you know, he's had obviously other college jobs with, you know, short stints with USF and a couple other places. But, hey. He's with us now. That's all that matters. And then I really, I mean, I don't know if you, um, you saw it or not, but I mean, I, I know I talked to you about it, but Coach Huff opening up the, saying the first home game being alumni, every, all the alumni of the school being alumni game. How awesome is that? And then, you know, saying that the players, all current and former players have full access to the facilities, practice, everything. That's yep. awesome. You know, we've never had that. I- you know, you might see Chad. I you just might wonder, see, you know, maybe Cato or whoever there. But I mean, you got to think about all the all the legends, the Hall of Famers that Marshall has had come through the school, now coming back to give back to the team and having the full access. I mean, dude, that's incredible. Yeah, I would like to think that the, that hopefully that hasn't been an overblown issue. Um, but I but I also you feel like you've heard rumblings about this even. In, and past programs, sometimes programs handle those things a little bit differently, how they go about it. Sure. Do, do they want to focus? I mean, that's a very interesting kind of a kind of a situation when you think about it in general. Um, but but I love the fact, that, and they'll obviously like there'll be a system. You know, they'll have to request it, and they'll, they'll need to ask them what's going on. But um, they're well, not yeah, going to show up. That's what you already said. Show up and you know walk into yeah. practice we're gonna have to vet you a little bit sure. too but if you're still you know respectful member of the community and doing good things in life and attempting to you know attempting to 
to see what's going on. We want to see you back, back as a part of the, the herd family there and, you know, giving, giving back what you can give back to the team that's there now. I really like the way he put that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, he even already said that, you know, you'll have to go through uh, Coach Mark Gale. You know, he's been there for, for many years now well, at Marshall. It's, it's honestly – You know, send, send him an email, get him the – get him the, you know, get the, get the passes. You kind of have to have – at games and practice. Let's be honest. You have to have Chase, crowd control yeah, you on have that to one, have a you know, gatekeeper, a little bit. man. You know what I mean? You have to have yeah. a gatekeeper, somebody who's kind of the historian there. Of uh of the sure. program and Mark Gale, that's that what guy. he is. Absolutely, he's he's, yeah, he's been yeah. that guy for a long time. Though. It's it. so respected I role there. You know, I I like what it. Yeah, I like I like what Huff's doing. I think he's got a good game plan, not only just on the field, but I think he's got it off the field as well. You know, I think he's got you know some ideas in mind. I think he learned a lot under James Franklin. I think he learned a lot under obviously the legend Nick Saban. Uh, you know, the West Virginia native, so shout out to him. Um, so, you know, coming off a national championship, you know, you got to – you know, everybody says you have the high of, you know, coming off a championship and all that. But, hey, listen, you know, he's coming from Alabama, so it's the team that say, hey, we've been there before, you know. We know how it goes. We know hey, how – Let's put it this way. We know how He's it is. able to flash a couple rings in recruiting, even if they're not now Marshall rings. You're damn right he, he is. Do that, that's – yeah. Um, if he really wants to. Uh, and sure. that's credibility. Now, let's put it this way too, Chase. I really – it's interesting when you think about it, like when you look into 2021, because you got to look at the start that he potentially is going to have. And non-league, it's really interesting. you got a, a, essentially a swing in North Carolina. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. sandwiched with a game with an uh, early game early, uh, opener with Navy. Interesting opener with Navy. You have a lot of time to prepare. You got to like that a little sure. bit. NC Central before, you know, to open up the season. That's when essentially opening up for every player to come home. East Carolina, interesting to play those guys again. Uh, the Purple Pirates. Yeah, because we, yeah, we didn't get to this yeah. this year, which – uh, suck because we were, you know, that whole week zero game. I don't, you know, I don't, yeah. you know, really know where they came up with the whole week zero uh, thing. Well, it's, that's, it's, I mean, it's that's kind of cool. the ESPN kind it's of initial cool. thing to open college football. Yeah, and, and to be in the fiftieth yeah. year anniversary sure. of the crash, it was going to be a perfect opportunity. It was the perfect yeah. time. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was I a really totally cool, cool setup there. Um, and that was part of the series. So, but, but now they were going to come back and play this year. So it's still, you know. And another one for right. the Worker Man. I love and, Chase. But that's a cool game to have at home and a good rivalry. Yeah. And then you got to go to Boone and play Sean Clark and the uh, the Mountaineers there of Appalachian State. That's a cool non-conference game and a rivalry I like. I love when they came to Huntington last year. We've talked we talked about that before here. Um, and so, man, that's a great non-conference schedule for Huff. And then he comes into the league, man. So, like, you know, opportunities, man. I feel like year one for him when you're trying to establish what you're really, really about, even with good talent. Just expect hope and hope for bowl games, right? Yeah, I mean, I, but then yeah, again, you know, bowl games are bowl games are great, but I'd I'd much rather have a conference. I, I'd agree with you know? on that, Chase. I think that's I think that is that not the goal? That's the goal, obviously. But if but if in in year one, but you know what though, you were right there last year and playing for the East, won the East, and had an opportunity to win the championship. So like you look back at the and you sit in the East Division next year. Is there anybody you expect to to be better than you? And I mean, I'm, honestly, I, would I mean, say not right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, not the 
sound like a you know a biased Marshall fan, but no, I I I, I don't see anybody that's close to us in the East. You know, West is always kind of com- more competitive. You got UAB, you got UTSA, who's finally has a pulse as, late, a, yeah, as, a, as a team. North Texas, you never know. They're they're up and down. Uh, their biggest problem this year is they've had, you know, uh, eight starters that were, you know, either all-conference or honorable mention or whatever that were hurt this year. So you can't really judge their season on that because everybody was hurt. Um, you got the Rice Owls, who are always a fucking pain in the side for us. Let's just be honest, you know. It is what it is, you know, at least, well, um, it's, at least it's I'm, it's kind of, yeah, I'm man enough to it, admit yeah, it, you know, I, I, I kind of just laugh at the way you kind of thought, kind of brought that up because like, they're always a pain another in one the I ass, think they've been a pain like in the ass. Middle, Middle Tennessee State, I feel like it's another one kind of sometimes that you just like, oh, you never know, a little, you never know, a little annoying, but I mean like, you really look at, you really look at around the conference and it's like, I mean, you hope to get back to – if you – in the East Division, I mean, really, FIU and Butch, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's a – it's an interesting deal, but they had a long way to go last year, and they were pretty bad. Yeah, so. I, you know, I think Butch is on his last leg anyway. I think he's just hanging out in Florida, down in Fort Lauderdale, uh, hanging out on boats like, and living his best uh, life, so. I mean, he's probably living his best life, but he's also – he's attempting to, to win there. Let's, hey, oh, know. no, I'm not saying he's not. I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying this is probably his last, you know, big stint, I guess you could say. Well, and, you football. know, Charlotte's where – and where Charlotte is where they're at, we didn't get to play him this year, so we don't really know where we would have been with them in that kind of budding rivalry that I think might be developing there. And we saw what happened to Western, which is crazy because Western ended up being a little bit better. Yeah. Right? I mean, kind of, I guess. And FAU kind of made their claim, and they lay an egg against Southern Miss. <laughs> yeah, um, Southern Southern Miss is one of those teams that you just I'm never know. I'm going to tell you this, though, Chase. Well, Frank Gore West, Jr., though. though Southern, Frank, well, Frank Gore Jr., Frank Gore and then Jr., you got man. Trey Lowe, a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Trey Lowe, West Virginia uh, ex-recruit ex there. The quarterback looked real good in that last game. So, like, yeah, the West will good. be really competitive. So, Marshall, it feels like he's – like we were saying – Man, obviously, bowl game, winning games, still continuing to build what you want to build. Sure. But I love to play, play for another conference championship, and then you get the opportunity to prove if you got six inches better or not. Yeah. And if I, you don't I win – I agree with you. If you don't if you don't win that game, okay, that doesn't necessarily – you can't get too down on it because you just – that's a building block when we got there. Okay, let's prove that we can win it this next year. Like, exactly. That's and You just get to build off that, that failure if you don't win the championship. But like you said – those really are the expectations, right? I feel like that's right. I think it's almost fair, um, assuming no major defections to this team, mm-hmm. to think they could be in that spot. Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree. I you know I think the biggest thing for us um, coming into this year, what we need to do, I think we need to be um, aggressive in pretty much everything that we do. Okay. Um, and what I mean by that is, is that we're going to have to not only just recruiting wise and everything else, but also I think that, you know, whether it's practice, whether it's hitting the, you know, just the weights or anything in general, you know, stuff like that. I think we have to like exactly what Coach Huff said. We have to be champions. And, you know, that doesn't come overnight. It doesn't. I mean, you know that sure. I know that every every football team in the country knows that. So you you got to think after what we did this season. You know 
what we did this season and how we performed and at the start of the season, then all of a sudden we kind of, you know, kind of disappeared a little bit. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not throwing shots. It just, it is what it is. And was, Chase, you know, not saying you're throwing shots. It was a tough finish. Yeah, it was. A, it, was it was an amazing. It was a horrible. An amazing finish, pass, almost. <laughs> not even in a. Say that again. It was a horrible finish. Let's be honest. I mean, it was a it was a colossal. It was. A, but I mean, here's the thing that I say about it. I, I try and the Rice game itself was what it was, and that was. That was an epic moment of failure. Whatever, whatever happened in that. Oh yeah, day, bunch of whatever backups. happened in that game. Bunch of backups was terrible. Yeah. Um, and, and it was a bad, it was a bad day for Marshall. Um, but the, I mean, the next, the Conference USA Championship game mm-hmm. and Buffalo were both in the bowl games. Were both tight, tough games where Marshall just didn't have quite enough offense. Yet. Sure. And maybe now. This is where potentially that that can happen with Huff. He brings a little bit, brings a little bit of his, what he wants to do scheme wise to the table. But I mean, how much different is that going to be really than what Marshall's doing now? I think that's an interesting thing to think about too, guys. I mean, oh I mean, yeah. I mean, there's reasons to believe there will be differences between what Marshall had been doing and what he's going to do. But how much different is it going to look? Marshall did some run, uh, some RPO stuff. I mean. There might be some concepts that he can bring from Bama, and maybe just the mentality, like you said, is going to be what really kind of carries them over the yeah, top. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he's, I think you know this is his first big opportunity, and he knows it, which is great for us because we're. I mean, hey man, if you if that's how you feel and you want to go out there and you want to beat, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if you want to beat everybody by you know two, three touchdowns, hey. We're not. We're not going. Hey, we're not going to complain. Run that damn score up, bro. We're fine with oh, it. We're fine I, with it. I mean, it, you know. Let's to be quite honest. It'd be okay if the Pruitt, if it, we kind of got some Pruitt era type things here out of the Huffing. <laughs> oh man. In terms of right. In terms of in, in terms of that that type of football returning. Oh sure. To uh, to Huntington, West Virginia. Sure. I mean, hey, I would be okay if that's what we saw uh, coming out of Huff. I mean, you know what the thing about it is too. I feel like it's a, he's going to be an easy it's going to be an easy sell um, mm-hmm. for these kids that that are still on the team um, as much as they respect the doc and love love them and sure and still do love them they're going to be intrigued by what this guy by what Mr. Huff and this staff have to offer I think there's no question about that right Yeah I mean I agree I think you know you saw where Will Ulmer was like you know hey I I bleed green I'm coming back it's that you know and I think a couple other guys, you know, they were like, well, you know, Will was kind of an anchor for us for a long time, you know, since he was basically, if you want to get technical for a sophomore, you know, he was he was the guy on the line that everybody was like, okay, you know, if he's in, we're all in, you know. And he's a, he's a natural-born leader, and I think that a lot of guys kind of followed his lead on that. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I greatly – you know, appreciate somebody that has the has the guts to, you know, going into a situation that they don't know much about or they fear the unknown, but they still attack it, you know, as, hey, you know, this is another thing that I got to do and I got to conquer and we're going to do it, you know, and that's exactly what he did. So I have, um, yeah. you know, the utmost respect for that. So I think a lot of guys are, you know, like you said, they're kind of going to start buying into it, you know, 
I mean, let's be honest here. They're 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 Jason. They're buying in, and that's that's something that I like. Yeah, you know, it's it's very very interesting. Real quick, that you kind of you bring up what you're bringing up, because I also was kind of digging in here and just looking at the the Marshall. They don't have him ranked very highly in the conference USA rankings on the recruiting class here, twenty four seven. Right. Right. But yet, but <laughs> when you look, but but you look at the the caliber of guys that they're signing, right? Yeah, they're all three stars, minus Ethan Payne, who's a uh, a pretty good player out of Poca here, mm-hmm. um, and John McConnell, a punter from Morgantown, so a couple in state kids. Yeah, he was he's what isn't he like the number like one or two punter or something like that or somewhere yeah. around there? Hey man, yeah, I mean, listen, I don't really care cute. if you're the punter. I don't care if you're the damn long snapper. If you're if you're top in what your field is, hey man, that's fine. We're here, <laughs> you know. That's fine yeah, with us. We're excited, excited to have you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, they they got a couple. It's it's just very 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 interesting. Um, when when you look at it in in Combs here, uh, you know, rated pretty highly, like you said, at, at the wideout position. Sure. And a couple kids from in state. I mean, sure. a lot of three stars, and and you know, Combs being that four star. There on the board, and then you got an offensive lineman transfer from North Carolina who's a three star. Yeah, back when you know, and Billy and this Billy Ross kid that you're hearing yeah, about. So yeah, he's from yeah, he's from Spring Valley, so he's a local kid. But he he's coming back home. He's man, he's a yeah, he's he's a I mean, cause, he's a Smash Mouth football have, player, man. So I I like that. Here, so you, I like yeah, that. You, I mean, you got a you got an offensive lineman there who went to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, an offensive lineman who was you know on that offensive line with Wyatt Milam and those guys and that Bigs. Sure. Uh, I have an offensive lineman from uh, a three-star potential guy here and this Brian kid from, from Wheeling Park. It, very, very uh, kind of interesting that you've got a lot of good – now, granted, offensive lineman takes some time to develop too, but the good thing is I think Biggs and this Ross guy might be able to come in and really help on that offensive line initially because sure. you feel like Huff's going to want to run the football. I feel like that's been in his DNA uh, coming up through coaching. Right. They're gonna want to run the football, and Marshall's got the guys to run the football, right? Yeah, I mean, I even mean, though we don't have Knox back, which is unfortunate, but hey, go chase some money. He's gonna get picked up by an NFL team. I hope he has a very successful career on Sundays. But you know, we have the, we have, you know, we have some backs that maybe didn't get as much PT this year because of Knox. But you know, um, especially Knowledge McDaniel um, coming yeah. into the bowl game and did a very good job. And you know, I've always said, you know, we need to run him a little bit more. You know, he's got the speed, he's got the power, and he can do a lot of things with the football. He's very shifty, you know. But obviously when you have a, you know, a thoroughbred and a workhorse like Knox, you're going to run him a little bit more. And then you got Sheldon Evans coming on this season who did a very good job as the backup role but still got a lot of yards. But I agree. I think Huff is ready to, you know, go out there and run the football down your throat and, you know, you know, break your spirit a little bit um, running the football against you. So I, I, I like that, you know, um, but also it's going to create some opportunities whenever we throw the ball to go out there and, uh, you know, put a, put a few touchdowns on them through the air. So we, we, you know, I mean, Chase, obviously uh, when you think about how great Wells was there initially mm-hmm. in the season, you know, there's you definitely got the feel there. Thompson at wide receiver gets hurt there. You know, most you'd imagine a lot of these guys will be back. I yeah, mean, Thompson's already confirmed have, he's coming back, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any. Re- I mean, Artie Henry should be back making plays. You'd mm-hmm. like to think for you, Artie Henry's Damage the man. Was, Follows me on Twitter. I mean, Shout out to Artie. <laughs> 
I mean, you got Gamage, who you expect to be pretty good uh, for you coming back, made plays. I mean, Khalid Keaton. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you you, you kind of start thinking about some of those guys. And then Sheldon Evans, obviously, next year going to be, again, a, a junior if he wants to be with a senior, could probably graduate after that. Or he could come back again right. with knowledge. I mean, th- there's no reason to think, like you said, that Marshall doesn't um, make a big-time thing. Here. And, you know, obviously we know Ball is going to be leaving. But, I mean, like you said, Kane Madden. Yeah. And look at him. Correct. You know, he was – Second team All American, you know, and Xavier Gaines, correct as well. Uh, I think so. I I don't I don't know for sure. I don't I don't know. But. I guess it's one of those situations with him where it's like, does what did he decide to do based off of his potential and where he's in the school? I mean, sure. now what have we heard anything about Hodge there? I mean, uh, he, I I saw. I back? think he's going. I think he's going pro. Um, and then Derek Pitts. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, right. He did a very right. good job. Trans- he transferred trans- to NC State. I mean, he went to the wrong. Going back with Gibby, my friend. Yeah, he went to the wrong school. He went to the wrong school in North Carolina. But shout out to him. No offense, they don't call it the Tar Heel State for nothing. But you chose the Wolfpack. That's unfortunate. But hey, best of luck to you. You know. Hey, he's got good. I mean, real good relationship with Gibby. Yeah, and, I figured. I mean, I figured he did. I figured that was you know the the guy that got him to go to WU in the first place. So hey. Uh, are we hearing anything on Nazi Johnson? Is he going to be coming back? I haven't seen anything about Nazi, but if he comes back, I'm I am absolutely thrilled about that. But if he wants to go chase the bag, and you know, well, in, NFL hey, NFL he, scouts are interested, just, go for it, bro. Hey, let's let's think about this real quick, Chase. Right, a lot of these kids, if they haven't by now, they'd have to say they were getting ready to or not. You got to think a guy like Huff maybe wanting to come play for him for a year, where he kind of has a little bit of that experience coming from Bama, a place where he's produced some pros. Yeah, and then he's also um, been in the pros with the Bills, so maybe he can give some fresh insight on that too, you know? You never know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, Gilmore already kind of knows that a little bit. Sure. His relationship obviously kind of helps him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it never hurts to have, have friends in good places right there. Yeah, have your, ba- uh, have your big brother playing for one of the most uh, dominant franchises in recent years, so, <laughs> yeah. you know. I mean, but, but, you know, I mean, maybe that, that Huff can kind of, you know, maybe you get some of those other guys back on defense yeah, there. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I mean, I, I very, like you said, Chase, starting to kind of think more and more like maybe next year you almost kind of want to make that statement year one and, and obviously win that championship and really get yourself in, in on the ground on a ball running and rolling, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, I think I think Huff has, like I said, I think he has a pretty good plan and pretty good idea of what he's doing. Obviously, he's not sharing that information as of yet, but you know, he's trying to get the guys to buy in. Um, obviously, being a new head coach there at Marshall, you're gonna you're gonna have to. Well, not even not even just at Marshall. You have to do it no matter where you go. You have to have your players buy in and believe in you, and you know, not think like, okay, this guy's full of shit. You know. He's not. He's ready to hit the ground running. And he's going to turn that team around. I guarantee it. I kind of want to. I kind of want to say, a bit there about you know when he walked, kind of how he got inspired when he walked on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of knowing that he's able to lead a program down. That was kind of a goal and a dream of his. Sure. I mean, you, like you said, the hunger for him coming into this. He's got a lot to prove. Right he's got a lot to prove. The roof and that that could be the ultimate ultimate motivating and kind of change game changing type factor, right? Sure. But I loved I loved I loved the reaction that he had. I loved kind of 
even at times kind of not necessarily breaking down, but kind of just kind of having that moment where it's just like, yeah, this is happening. You know, sure. I've, I've worked a long time to get here and to do this and let's go. Um, I agree. I mean, I think he's, I think as soon as he set foot on that, on that field and, you know, the whole thing that a lot of people don't understand. I mean, you know, we get people that, you know, talk, talk about the plane crash. Like, you know, it happened so many years ago, this, that, and the other thing. And then people, you know, they always try to, you know, whether they're fans of us or not, which most of them obviously that say stuff like that aren't. And then you talk shit about the plane crash. Listen, man, if you got a tradition and you got something that you can build on and, and motivate a team with, you carry that. Obviously, it's unfortunate what happened to us, but he's already buying into it. You know, he's already talked about playing for the 75. He's already talking about doing and leading up to the traditions of this, you know. And then, and then, oh, you know, and, and then I got to touch on this because it's been on my it's been on my brain the entire day since we've talked about doing this podcast. Today. People are freaking yeah. out about his million dollar incentive if he gets to the national championship. Listen, guys, that doesn't mean <laughs> that Marshall is saying we're going to get to the national championship with this guys. You fucking idiots. Every team. And every coach in the country has an incentive in their contract. If they get to the national championship, they get this bonus. Neil Brown has it at WU. Marshall with, you know, with Coach Huff now has it. Alabama has it. Doesn't matter if you're Army, Navy, or freaking Alcorn State. Everybody has it. So calm yeah. your brakes. Stop talking shit <laughs> because you look like an idiot. Just relax. You look like an idiot. Just relax a little bit. Hey, d- hey, like our boy Aaron Rodgers says, just, re- just yeah. you know, R E L A. Go to Cracker Barrel know? and enjoy. Hey. Go to Cracker Barrel and enjoy your breakfast, you dumbasses. Because it's. Let me tell you something. You're wrong. You're wrong. Hey, hold. Hey, hold on one second, Chase. By the way, talking about Cracker Barrel. Obviously, we know the Bernie Sanders memes is just. Oh, I fucking love those things. I love them, but let me tell you something real quick here, man. Saw one today, uh, speaking of Crackle Barrel, they had a picture of Bernie sitting in a rocking chair that they put and hung up in a, inside the Crackle Barrel. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? I go in there to get my to get my breakfast in the morning. The only thing I need, only uh, thing I need from there is the I'm, corn muffins. I don't need anything else. Man, I'm eating my old timers. <laughs> you know, got my loaded hash brown casserole going there, and saying. then I just see Bernie. <laughs> I just see Bernie there with his wool mittens got, looking I'm at me. I say you got your oh, nursing man, home you express right there. Is what you got. <laughs> oh, hey, I love 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 my boy Bernie. But, I mean, these, this is awesome. But but the point the point that I was you talked about Crackle Barrel there, and I had to bring that up. Um, but man, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, Chase, I feel like the fact that Huff has that contract in his, you know, or has that clause in his contract about a national championship. It's a great sign that he just has those ambitions, right? Well, he I mean, every, every coach, it doesn't matter what contract it is. It doesn't matter where you're at. They have that ambition. It doesn't matter if you're at the FCS level, Division Three, Division Two. There's There is a contract in your contract clause. There is a thing. If you do get to the national championship, you're going to get a bonus. Yeah. It doesn't it, – and it, it, and it ranges. It's, it's nothing to worry about. Yeah. And, and you know what? And Nick like, Saban, a lot of Nick Saban probably just when... got a three-and-a-half million dollar incentive because he made the national championship and he won it. But nobody's freaking out about it. But, oh, we just got a brand-new head coach. Now everybody all of a sudden, you know, just like they're assholes, they have an opinion too because everybody's got one. And now hey, – we, we just and, – and, and you just listened to ours for two hours. I love – or not two hours, but, but almost an hour. Uh, yeah. Love you, love you, Chase, for coming love in, you, my friend. You're the man. Um, and and I, and I, I'm glad that we got to kind of 
talk about talk about this huff hire. I think it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Till next time, you guys take it easy and uh, go herd, right? Yeah, go herd. We'll see. I mean, hey, we we, we got to drop the mic like like a uh, huff does. Yeah. Oh go yeah. Herd. Hold on. I forgot something. Go herd. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. 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 Hit, hit me with it. Hit hey. Me hold it. on, guys. I'm gonna. Have, I almost forgot something real quick. Go herd. <laughs> Let's go. Oh yeah. Go herd. Go herd. Hell yeah. yeah.